to live an unhealthy lifestyle under our roof. I'm not perverted. I get good grades. I go to church. I'm a cheerleader. You don't have any pictures of guys in your locker, just these. Please. Alright. You don't even like to kiss me. It's, it's true. true. Honey, we think you're a lesbian. I was once a gay. I work for a place called True Directions who help people like yourself. Like uh homosexuals anonymous. Swish, 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 swish. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I work in retail. I'm a homosexual. I'm Graham, and I like girls a lot. Dolph, homosexual varsity wrestler. Hey, now lean in and kiss her. Little tongue. That's sick. You're right, I am a homosexual, but I'll be regular soon. And here is our happy couple at home. I can't wait to be straight. Tasha Leone, Clea Duvall, RuPaul Charles, Eddie Cibrian, and Kathy Moriarty in a comedy. Who wants to go down with me? About sexual disorientation. Uh, Mrs. Brown. What is it, Joe? What about foreplay? No. Real men go in, unload, and pull out. But I'm a cheerleader. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Happy December. First movie of December. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. We're closing out the year. Yeah. In style. We got a good one today. We do. We've been waiting for... I've been waiting They're for... They're all for good a while. ones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every episode is a good one. No duds. But uh, this is going to be an extra fun one. Everybody listening, my name's Pete. And I'm Scott. And, and these, these are, are the movies, movies that made us gay. gay. Yes, indeed. Pete, I invited a friend... An old coworker of mine mm-hmm. from Trader Joe's. Yes. It hit me towards the end of when she was leaving the store that uh-huh. I'm like, I need to invite my friend Zoe on. Yes. Zoe Seacrest, welcome to the show. Hi, it's so nice to be welcome here. To the Thank show. you so, so much for I having me. I reached out to you of, of wanting to come onto the show, and you immediately said yes. And the first movie that you said was, But I'm a Cheerleader. Honestly, Scott, when you asked me, I was like, I've been waiting for this month, for months. I love it. I love it. Yes. A million times, yes. <laughs> so we got, Great. I no longer work with you anymore because you're going to school, but mm-hmm. we caught you on like Thanksgiving break. Just popped back for a couple days. And Fun. we just watched Fun. the movie. So But I'm a Cheerleader, directed by Jamie Babbitt, released mm-hmm. July 7th, the year 2000. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, I have not seen this movie since I was probably 17 years old. Right. And it's one of those things that I remember, I definitely remember watching this movie, but I think that I block this movie out <laughs> of just sort of being repressed, closeted teenager that... Too real. Yeah. It was a little no, too no, no, real. I'll, I'll do with that about a decade. There was a lot of this movie that I did not remember. Uh, okay. All right. And it holds up really well. I think it is it a does. very mm-hmm. yeah. it's a very charming movie with yes. a lot to say. Yeah. Yes. What about you guys? When did you first watch this movie? I think I was probably about like 17 16 mm-hmm. 17 as well and I and I think it's that's how long it's been. So it's been about like a decade since yeah. I've seen it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it, it does hold up really well. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Still really funny. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing overtly like offensive. Like it's, it's <laughs> right. very no. self-aware. It's a of, very of, yeah. well done satire. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. then also it's kind of um it's kind of steeped itself in the, you know, in the ex gay like transformation center or whatever you want to call it is kind of steeped in this very like mid-century kind of 60s mm-hmm. like motif because they're talking about those like traditional gender values yes. and Outdated. all that so the so that kind of like uh art direction kind of lends itself to almost being a little bit more timeless it ages really well it's yeah. supposed Visually. to look retro you know right. and and it's like so it never looks decor. out of place yeah 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 so it's not like oh my god this movie is so 2000 it <laughs> yeah. doesn't look 2000 at all Mm-mm. like yeah it just looks today like a like an independent movie you know yeah and i think that like those mid-century motifs of of you know the traditional roles and the the pink girls room mm-hmm. and all that stuff it's just like it's brilliant art direction but it also just lends itself to this movie kind of mm-hmm. lasting so yeah. long yeah. because i think that i mean while 1999 uh is the best movie year ever and we've decided <laughs> that you know great movies have come from this era a lot of movies especially maybe like movies geared towards this age Age range, sure, do look very dated. Yeah, you can really tell. When like, you, oh, that movie from the year two thousand. When you watch a movie like She's All That, yeah. it just screams late nineties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, she's but, all that with Cleo Duvall. Yeah, Cleo Duvall was go. in all of these movies at this time. <laughs> she really was. She was in yeah. She's All That. She was busy. The she was. faculty. Busy girl. Yeah. I mean, the year before this came out, and I think this even came out in nineteen ninety nine because I think it. Went to film festivals in 99. Oh, okay, sure. And then mm-hmm. they put it in theaters, summer of 2000, uh-huh. released this by This had to have a very, a very small theater run. I can't imagine that this was very wide. Small theater run, but I think it did pretty well for okay. an independent movie. I think it probably grossed back its budget okay. just because it was a pretty small production. An early Lionsgate movie. I right. think that Lionsgate had only existed for a few years up until this point. And I remember Clea Duvall was somebody that I was very familiar with. I yeah. remember her when she was on Buffy. She was the invisible girl. Oh, okay. She had, of, she had a Freak of the Week storyline? She had a Freak of the Week storyline of a girl that went invisible. Okay. And was sort of haunting the school and yeah. picking on all of her old bullies. Yeah. And I remember being really invested in Clea Duvall just because I just thought that she was so interesting. Yeah. And there was just no other young actor like her. I remember yeah. she had done Girl Interrupted like the year before this mm-hmm. came out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she had. I think she really just, uh, to me, she just seemed like that ultimate cool girl that yes. I'm like. 100%. I would love to be friends with her. I don't know if I'll be able to break in there. I'm a little because scared. I don't know if I'm cool enough. Yeah, right. I'm a little scared, but it makes me want to be her friend yes. even more. That was my thought 100 yeah. percent in this movie. I was like, "Ooh, she's different." <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and like you said, she did the rounds in all these movies, so it's like you knew she was super cool and all that. But um, she's great. Th- I mean, we should really break down this cast because this cast is kind of amazing. So, yeah. Do you remember first watching this movie, Pete? Uh, yeah, we'll go back to our first watching. I mean, I just know I, I rented it. I don't have a specific like uh, like where I was, but I know I just rented it because I did not catch this. In the theater and yeah just thought it was really funny i mean the thing is you know rue is uh 
kind of a supporting character in this movie, RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, an important character in this movie. But, you know, we always have to kind of break down. This is pre-Drag Race. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, you always got to throw you know, that out there with RuPaul Kind projects. of going into right. this you movie know. at the time, you didn't really have a context for RuPaul well, outside of drag. Well, too. of course. Yeah. Yes. You never you never really saw him with, you know... Doing little Attempting character bits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or just the RuPaul Charles, air quotes... No wig, bald head. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it was one of the first times I think the general public was like, "Oh, he doesn't have no hair. <laughs> <laughs> you can do stuff out of a wig and yeah. lipstick. Crazy, yeah, <laughs> yeah." And um, you know, facial hair and all that stuff. So yeah, pre pre RuPaul's Drag Race, but still widely known as RuPaul, mm-hmm. the you know mm-hmm. drag performer, supermodel of the world. But you know, just in this performance was just like, "Oh my goodness, this is crazy." So you just know it's camp, and then just kind of n- seeing Mink stole, it was just like, "Okay." Natasha Leone's parents are Mink Stole, <laughs> like John Waters' treasure. Yeah. She's in pretty much all of his movies. I read that she actually is in all, one of the few actors to be in like in all everything. of his yeah. movies. Yeah, I can't I think, think so. of anything she's not in. And yeah. Bud Court, what yeah. movie parents? Yeah, from Harold and Maude. From Harold and Maude. Yes. And, um, I mean, I'll, we're going to bring up connections later on, but Bud Court is also in The Rules of Attraction. With two other actors from this movie. Yeah. So a little preview. We're going to be doing Rules of Attraction in the next episode. And there's a lot of actor crossover this month. Yeah. So for for me, I feel like I saw this. I knew it was going to be something that I would enjoy um, Mm -hmm. just from the trailers. I love Natasha Lyonne. You know, um, I knew that RuPaul was in it. Uh, But kind of seeing this movie begin... And right out of the gate, I'm like, okay, we've got Mink Stole, we've got Bud Court, we've got RuPaul. This is this movie's for me. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's a, it's an indie movie. It's a little small thing. This subject matter is kind of serious subject matter, mm-hmm. you know, but yep. dealt with in a really fun way. Um, so I immediately just kind of was like, wow, that was great. That was great. And what was kind of um, interesting to me is that. You know, also, this is the year 2000, so this is, like, pre, like, Brokeback Mountain. And, like, you know, it's pre, it's kind of before, you know. Queer cinema became so mainstream with a movie like that. Or, like, prestige movies or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we had to, you know, gays, gays of a certain age, had to sift through a lot of really bad gay movies. Yes. (laughs) You know, and so to come across a funny one was good was mm-hmm. you know great and then to come across one that was primarily a girl based you know yeah. sure. like a lesbian yeah. based movie was like okay this is cool too and there were boys in it mm-hmm. and they're you know they're kind of played up for like camp but, but the, like um, queer woman couple centric that like, I, yes. I find myself having to sift through such trash media like, like one that's not rife with toxic relationships yeah. like like some sort of terrible age dynamic yeah like, yeah yeah the, yeah the lesbian relationship media landscape can be a desolate a desolate place yeah yeah so i feel like i just watched this and was just like oh my god where has this movie been literally yeah it clicked oh so as soon as like they walked into the house and i saw all just all the like the the perfect interior design everything painted the same <laughs> i was just like okay i'm yeah. here we're in. Checking we got in. this. Walking mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And it just kind of makes me think like this director, you said she's doing a lot of TV now. She directs she a lot of TV. She doesn't uh, have a lot of film work under her belt. But I don't know how successful this was like money wise. So I don't know. Maybe they were just like. Well, also just sort of different standards for a female director. Right. But she right. did kind of 
fell back to TV. I mean, she has directed episodes of Gilmore Girls. She later mm-hmm. worked with Natasha on Russian Dolls. She directed Girls, Silicon Valley, uh, Only Murders in the Building that just came out this oh, yeah. year. That's so I yeah. think that she did some Nora from Queen. So she's a pretty heavy okay. hitter. She's done some like high-profile yeah. TV stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I think that she kind of created the idea of this movie. Um, her mother used to run a rehabilitation 12-step program. So sort of the... Okay. The seed of this movie was I want to make a movie that's set in a twelve in a version of a twelve step program. Right, and she right. was a lesbian and she developed this movie with her then girlfriend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine your mother running a twelve step program? Yes. Oh my uh, god. Chaotic that's heavy. A bit. Yeah, chaotic. And like your <laughs> maybe like dinner table conversations might be a little too I don't know cutting personal yeah life. yeah definitely <laughs> yeah oh man that's crazy wow okay all right yeah so um yeah let's i mean let's let's break down this cast first of all because we're, we're gonna talk about kind of like the main you know uh mm-hmm. storyline of this movie um well maybe we'll do a like a quick couple sentence description can sure you, can you give us like two set two sentences to describe you don't have to do like names or anything how would you describe this movie to someone who's never seen it before? I would say a teenage girl by the name of Megan, played mm-hmm. by Natasha Lyonne, is suspected of being a lesbian by her friends and parents. Mm-hmm. And she is sent to a rehabilitation uh, program that is set on this farm. Uh-huh. And she meets all of these young people that are struggling with their sexuality. Mm-hmm. And they sort of discover their true selves while in the midst of this program. Okay. And this is sort of in the context of social satire, too. Sure. While the subject matter is treated very seriously, it's done in a very funny way. Yeah. Very, like, accessible and easy to understand as well, I find. Yeah, like, yeah. Not, not too heavy, but still true to the subject matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, talking about this movie being in from the year 2000, you know, we have a lot of straight actors playing these like queer characters mm-hmm. i'm okay with it because i love natasha leone i love her too but honestly just <laughs> as a queer woman thinking about her being with fred armison just makes like me die a little bit inside i was <laughs> just maybe that's heterophobic say, of yeah. me, but like i'm sorry it hurts me <laughs> no i was just gonna say can we is talk she, about her weird relationship when i found that out i was like <laughs> i was like gobsmacked yeah. is she currently with yes they've been yeah. together since 2014 so he, he so went he, from elizabeth he went moss from elizabeth to, moss yeah, to he, uh, he was like scientology is just too much for me mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> hey, Natasha's I a pretty it. cool chick, though. I would say so. Um, so around this time, she was probably was she still seeing Eddie? I don't Eddie know Furlong? the timeline of her and Eddie Furlong being together. Because that think just that, seems like I think that they were still together when they made Detroit Rock City. Yeah, that sounds. And great. I think that she was just coming off that movie. Okay. And I think that she got hooked up with this project from Clea. Oh, okay. That they were friends at the time, cool. and she noticed the script for but i'm a cheerleader in her mm-hmm. car and she was like what's this it looks really interesting mm-hmm. do you mind if you mention to the director that i would be interested in playing the lead wow, role okay okay because i think that clea was more or less confirmed as graham when right. she found mm-hmm. out about the movie okay that's cool 
Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love the two of them as friends. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Again, a really cool kid table that I feel like I would walk by and just be like, hi, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, gotta run. Yeah. (laughs) Do you need anything? No? You good? All right. And there's just... I'll just be over there. (laughs) And there's just a quality about Natasha that I think that Kirsten Dunst was mentioning it on when she was doing the Vanity Fair, like, retrospect of her career, Uh that for child actors that are really successful, there's an old soul quality about them. Absolutely. And Natasha, ever since she was a child definitely had this old soul and that pack a day voice that we love so 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 much truly iconic yes i I love i loved her as a kid when she was the babysitter in in dennis the menace oh was she she was making it with buzz oh okay from home alone was that pre or post slums of beverly hills i think think it was pre that was the earliest that i and yeah i mean slums of beverly hills was a big deal for her yeah yeah yeah. i remember when that movie came out tamara jenkins Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And that was Natasha and David Krumholtz. Yeah. So kind of instead of doing, I mean, she did do your teen movies of the late nineties cause she's in American, American pie. pie yes. There's a lot going on with that character in American pie, which is yeah, very interesting, yeah. yes. but she definitely did the types of roles for young people, but they were just a little different though. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if they, if those are the kinds of roles that she just gravitated to, or they just kind of molded to her personality. Yeah. Just being, like she's like kind of said. a quirky character. Yeah. Yes. Herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just kind of having this like Fran Lebowitz kind of like attitude <laughs> about her. Just yes. like, all right, I'm here. A little cynic, yeah. cynic edge thing <laughs> yeah. going on. This is like, I think the most sweetest pie character that yeah. she's probably ever Absolutely. played. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I would say against type even. Yeah. But it kind of, Makes it even funnier, I yes. think, that we know that it's Natasha playing this. Just to think about her being a cheerleader, yeah, you know, yeah. and showing up in like a like a man suit, yeah, <laughs> yeah, now wearing know? tailored yeah. pants yes. suits, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just the idea that a cheerleader is going to be your main character who's struggling with her sexuality, right. that you have mm-hmm. something yeah. that is very super feminine, yeah. and you usually mm-hmm. don't think of lesbians being cheerleaders but <laughs> you're uh, this girl is surrounded by all of these beautiful high school girls so it makes sense for the story well i i would like to say that you know we'll get to it later on julie delpy is in this movie and julie delpy is listed in the credits as lipstick lesbian yes <laughs> <laughs> which is like i don't know can we even like, say that anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody say that anymore? I feel like that's such a, like, I don't know. It's such an early 2000s <laughs> term. Yeah, it's a, it's a little outdated, but I feel yeah. like I still think of that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's femme something... for femme, like, that's, Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one of the first things that I thought of as we're watching this movie is, oh, my God, I totally forgot Michelle Williams is in this movie. Yeah. Yes. It would have been probably a, one of her first movies that she would have got before she did Dawson's Creek. God, is it before Dawson's Creek? I mean, Creek? I think Dawson's Creek was like 98. Wow. And this probably would have been shot in so like around that time. winter yeah. of 98. But she has that really short cropped yeah. haircut. She's supposed to be one of the straight friends narking yeah. on her. And yet, <laughs> <laughs> she's oh, got a man. cute little queer short haircut. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of momish in the, it, the way it's styled. Very that's, much. That's, it's like that. mom jeans and a hairdo, yes, I think. Yes, exactly. It's that late <laughs> 90s, you know, what can you do? But it's so funny because, you know... She's kind of known now for having like this short, like little pixie cut. Yeah. But with that platinum job, just does wonders. It just like yeah. changes her whole yes. face around from this like little like smart mom haircut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, so she's she's on the cheerleading team with you know with uh, Natasha, Mary, no, Megan, Mary, Megan, mm-hmm. with Megan, and I love that the very like within the first ten minutes of this movie. It's intervention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars yeah. straight to intervention. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's the kind of thing that's like charming about this movie. And I don't know. Maybe families do have like homosexual interventions for their kids. But I think there's something a little John Waters about yeah. a family having mm-hmm. it, a homosexual intervention. This movie wouldn't exist without uh, John Waters. Totally. Like she just, it's just it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Sprinkled. She just needed to be like pulled in a van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with like a butterfly net. Yeah. Like over her. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Yeah. So this this intervention at the beginning, her cheerleader friends, her okay. The boyfriend that's in this movie at the oh. very beginning, <laughs> constant making out. Yeah. It's like, oh man. They, and they're going for it. The look on Natasha's face when they're <laughs> making just out. Like, too. take me away. Like, like how can I leave my body right now? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but these two, like, as actors, they're just at at some point they're looking at each other like, all right. It's like we got, tenth take. We're yeah, just we gotta <laughs> I'm sticking my tongue down your throat. <laughs> Are we cool? Okay. Yeah. Like <laughs> But it but it were it's what makes it so funny. It's just so the over the top quality of because even even as a even as a as a woman who likes boys mm-hmm. who, who likes men as well i have definitely been in that situation like are we serious are we really doing this <laughs> right now like take me away like <laughs> yeah totally and and it's so funny the way it's played because it's like they're having these really gross makeout sessions and you mm-hmm. see her just like looking off yeah. into the distance her mind is her mind is elsewhere yeah yeah and um we all laughed at the like slow pan of her bedroom. The reveal of the Melissa. <laughs> Melissa that's yeah. what gets me every single time. Yeah, yeah. And you've been trying to get us to eat tofu <laughs> in like a baggie. She's got yeah, like, like the, the evidence, like the dirty evidence yeah. bag. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I I know some people. Like I have like coworkers or whatever who are just like, ugh, no, yuck, that's disgusting. But like. At like a Thai restaurant, it's like, why did you come? Yeah, it's come on, tofu. Yeah. It's not like it's not the gay agenda or the liberals trying to get you. It's just food. Come yeah. on, you just don't have to eat it. It's yeah. really not that big of a deal. Yeah. Promise. But it's like there's really people out there who are like, oh, really? Tofu? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's next? A Subaru? Yeah. And, a, yeah, and a gift card for the DIY center? Oh my God. Yeah, right. <laughs> not on my watch. A Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So I mean, she gets shipped off. Pretty early. Pretty quick. Pretty yeah. quick in this movie. Um, I love we were looking around at the locations of this yes. movie and we're just like looking it up online. Santa Clarita. Yeah. That checks out. It's long stretches of desolate what once used to be farmland yes. but is now just yeah. dirt and sad yellow grass. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But even um, – Megan's like little neighborhood that mm-hmm. she lives in in the early shots of the movie. It's that very kind of like brand new, but new in the nineties. Very track home. Reminds me a lot of. Thing. It reminds yeah. me a lot of Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, like a very drab version. Like like the, 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 yeah. the, the neighborhood at least. Yeah. yeah. Not well, and also pastel. um, in yeah, all of her friends' clothes, her parents' clothes, and the decorations and like the wallpaper and furnishings inside the parents' house, it's all in browns yeah. and neutrals. Yeah. And you notice it especially when the parents go to visit her and they're in this sea of like aqua and like fuchsia. Yeah. But yeah, it's like And they're wearing all I did notice that the mm-hmm. parents were both wearing brown. I was oh, like, and, oh, and Minxel was wearing something that was like a fashion out of like a thrift store drape at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy. But yeah, you're right. Even the friends, yeah, mm-hmm. in the in the intervention. Oh man. 
again. So we go to uh, what is the name of Kathy Moriarty's conversion? True Directions. True Directions. True Directions. We were just talking about Kathy Moriarty, and I was mentioning that when I was a kid, I was obsessed with her in Casper. <laughs> that she just has that beautiful, like wispy voice. I wouldn't say wispy. It's like raspy. Yeah. Raspy. <laughs> Another raspy. iconic that's, raspy that's I mean. voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, she's 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 an icon when it comes to that voice. Uh, Kerrigan and Casper. I wanted character. to be Kerrigan when I grew up in Casper. I <laughs> yeah. think she's so fabulous in that movie. Yeah. And she plays Mary J. Brown, the head of <laughs> yeah. the... What's the... True Directions. True Directions. Yeah. With the help of Mike, who is RuPaul Charles. Yes. Mm-hmm. And my, and RuPaul as Mike only wears those like gym teacher baseball coach shorts mm-hmm. that are like, like Lieutenant Dangle Reno nine way too short yeah thigh shorts <laughs> yeah and like a coach like whistle and like a coach jacket yeah coach jackets mm-hmm. and that's his un- and all oh, in blue baby blues and the 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 Dante from Clerks facial hair but yeah. cropped super your, your, your quintessential nineties male facial hair yes. look mm-hmm. which is cropped super short yeah very very neatly groomed <laughs> <laughs> yeah that goatee is like oh mm. oh boy what's his line that he says. Uh, I don't remember at the very beginning. We'll have to find it. Um, but yeah, he actually goes to the to Megan's home for the for the intervention. Mm-hmm. He's the one that I, I, I was once a gay. Yeah, that's, what, that's it. How yeah. he opens. Mm-hmm. It's like, Listen, Megan. Yeah, gonna be all, all. He's giving very much like 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 a youth pastor energy. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, kids, listen yeah. up. Definitely. I was once a gay like, <laughs> youth pastor for yeah. sure. Oh man! So when they when they do pull up to True Directions, it is just out in a field somewhere but it is like a old victorian house mm-hmm. that's yeah. kind of painted like lilac and pink mm-hmm. <laughs> with the pink fence like it's in a sea of dirt and, yes. and gravel yeah. and nothing this like hot pink fence going around it the front yard isn't even like lush or anything like fake that, flowers oh yeah that fake she, flowers in the flower that bed. she spritzes and wipes and wipes clean <laughs> yes yeah uh mary j brown is amazing <laughs> Everything in this house is yeah. covered in plastic. Mm-hmm. You know, she's constantly feather dusting, mm-hmm. you know, spritzing, windexing. As it's, she should. As she as, should. Yeah. As is her role. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, True Directions, like we were saying, is kind of this like grotesque parody of this like 60s American home ideal or like early 60s, mm-hmm. late 50s, I would and say. And doing yeah. it in the home is like also very much like it makes total sense that it's in a yes, home. a house. The epitome yeah, yeah. of enforcing gender roles. Domesticity. Yeah. The girls have to be girls and the boys have to be boys. Yeah, and you're yeah. not going to go outside of that box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is five steps. It's not 12 steps, it's mm-hmm. only five. And um, that's kind of, the movie's kind of broken up into like the steps as mm-hmm. we as we I have them all it. written in my notes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I like when she first arrives and she's like, you know, step one is admitting that you're a homosexual, right? Mm-hmm. And but until you do that, you have to wear like these ugly robes. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like a hospital gown. <laughs> yeah. With those, like, yeah, like like sad like like psych ward scrub shoes yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting that the first uh the first like inmate or whatever that we meet is Melanie Linsky. She plays Hillary. Playing Hillary. I like that they just keep Melanie Linsky's Kiwi accent. Yes. Love her Kiwi because accent. Because she has a beautiful she has a beautiful accent yeah. so just have her speak in a regular that's, voice. Yeah, that's what we all noticed right off the bat. Mm-hmm. We're like, "Oh, okay, she's just 
going for it. All right, why, <laughs> why, why cover it up? Okay, rise and shine at seven. Breakfast at eight. Group therapy until lunch. Now in the afternoon we have free time to do um, yeah, whatever, and then we move inside for reorientating exercises. Family therapy on the weekends. You didn't miss much, really. And I know this director was a huge fan of Heavenly Creatures. Sure. Okay. As you should be. As yeah. everyone should be. Obviously. Yeah. And, and, and Melanie's performance. Speaking of, of girl, speaking girl, girl of, performance that are yeah. toxic. Yeah. Speaking of toxic <laughs> dynamics. Totally. Totally. Um, but, you know, soon we get introduced to um, all the other kids at True Directions as well as the only other staff person, Mary's son, Rock, played by Eddie Sibrian. We have to talk about. Yeah, yeah, we, we got to talk. <laughs> we rock we need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those like that ass on that guy. So, I actually was reading that um Eddie Sibri had a really hard time filming this because he had to smuggle two basketballs and a pair of thrift store cutoffs for the entire <laughs> Yeah. <film. laughs> I mean, what a chore, man. Mm-hmm. The the cutoffs that he's wearing are so short and his ass is so fat. Oh yeah. It, it's <laughs> like a a melon. It's crazy. It, <laughs> And we were kind of we were kind of going through this like, where do we know Eddie Cibrian? What would we remember him from? Uh, he I I said that he is a, a rich man's Dean Kane. Sure, but Scott, you said that he was on Sunset Beach, which which was a- he was on Sunset Beach. <laughs> like I said, that was a poor man's Melrose Place. Yeah, I rich feel Dean Kane <laughs> poor man's on a poor Melrose. man's Melrose Place. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> and did he break up a marriage with? He did. Uh, Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Wow. No, not Hillary what? Duff. Leanne Rhymes. Right? Leanne, Leanne Rhymes. Leanne Rhymes. Sorry, Hillary Duff. Yeah. I th- and yeah. I, think, I think that they're still married. I think they are. Yeah. Now, was it over? Like, weren't they making like a made-for-TV movie at the time? They that both look like they're made right. for me. Weren't they? Yeah. Weren't him and um, and Leanne Leanne making like a lifetime movie or something? And they were both married. Yeah, and they had an illicit affair. Yeah, I think they're still hitched too. And then it was one of those things where the two of them, where it was like major weird PDA and mm. like weird. Yeah, there was all social the, media all these paparazzi like, photos right. that came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah what yeah. year was this? I think it was like Oof. the late. 2000s around like 2008 2009 mm-hmm. yeah i'll have to look that one up but yeah that was that was definitely a a, a thing with the, with the two of them and i mean yeah eddie cibrian he was he was never like super a-list or anything so i'm sure it was kind of maybe maybe a hallmark movie a christmas movie something like that yeah we love a himbo in a hallmark movie mm-hmm. i mean yeah i'm saying and and Put put him in these cutoffs and we'll watch oh, it yeah. even faster. Oh, and those th- those dimples are just way too much, <laughs> too cute. He kind yeah. of reminds me of Mark Consuelos, too. There's sure. a little there's a little like Mark Consuelos in there too. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Let's see. Rhymes' marriage to Sherman ended in 2009 following press coverage of her extramarital affair with actor Eddie Cibrian. Well, she worked Ooh. with him on Northern Lights, a Lifetime made for TV movie, yes. and Eddie Cibrian was married at the time. To Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, Brandy Glanville. <gasps> That's right. Cuckoo wow. clock extraordinary. Cuckoo, <laughs> cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. Yeah. Brandy Glanville. He couldn't Glanville. get away from Brandy the gay Glanville. stuff. Had yeah. To yeah. <laughs> Reach yes. a decade into the future. Yes. So Leanne Rimes drove Brandy Glanville crazy. 
She drove her yeah. to, to Denise Richards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight into that. I'm still team Denise over that whole whole I mean, thing. I mean, that's a whole other episode yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which, listeners, if you want to hear more. Like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a, a Real Housewives <laughs> exclusive content. But, yeah, Eddie Sibrian. Rock. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's Mary's son. He works at True Directions, and he is queer as the night I, is long. I think as that, a three dollar bill. Well, and I think that Mary J. Brown, like, she knows that he's almost a lost cause, so she's just yeah, gonna have him yeah. do yard she's work. Really, like, 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 short with him, and mm-hmm. very, yeah. always frustrated. Rock, like, Rock, get back here. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, she she definitely knows it's the beginning of the end. <laughs> Rock tempting all of the boys, drinking out a swirly straw. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> that little cup with that the swirly straw. <laughs> I was dying. And Rock is really kind of tempting uh, RuPaul. Yeah. Mike? Mike. Mike, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rock really tempts Mike a lot. And you can, you know, that's kind of like a through line throughout the movie, which I, which I love. It's just so funny because even out of drag, even, you know, when RuPaul is dressed in this, like, coach mm-hmm. costume, he still just has those, like, long, skinny, like, womanly legs. Those, yeah. you know, those beautiful legs. Those yeah. long dancer's he legs. He just knows how to, like, work, move his body yeah. more in that medium. And so even when he's down there working on the car, and, like, like, these big, long, spindly <laughs> legs are sticking out, you know, it's like, oh, my God. This is, it's still RuPaul under there. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, the boy characters kill me. They're they're killing me. I mean, <laughs> so we get um, Joel Michaeli who plays Joel. He's the Jewish kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel, you kind of saw a, in a lot of teen movies at this time. He was in Can't Hardly Wait. He was in Can't Hardly Wait. In a few Wait. more, yeah. he's one of the the nerds on top of the garage in that movie. There mm-hmm. is Douglas Spain who plays Andre. He's the Latin character. Yeah, and Dante Basco mm-hmm. plays Dolph. Rufio, Rufio. Rufio. <laughs> who you might be seeing show back up on this podcast later in the what? month. Rufio. And Clayton, he's like the the handsome blonde. All-American All-American yeah. jock played by Kip Pardue. Yes. Kip Pardue, who was a big deal at this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there was a lot of buzz behind that one and never quite materialized. And then I was reading that... Uh, there were some sort of inappropriate stalkerish issues in it. Oh my mm. goodness. Uh, and it's probably why you bad. don't see a lot of Kip Pardue in movies yeah, these days. Maybe yeah. not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I remember Rules of Attraction, and then there was that whole thing where his character in the movie went off to Europe and they shot a whole bunch of like B-roll had that of him in Europe. Ex- and then they had so much B-roll that they made an extra movie about it. And he yeah. was like in character the whole time, and you're like, weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for that scene of rules of attraction when we get there next week because mm-hmm. it's a it's a very interesting i just remembered all that it's a very right, very sequence. Yeah, yeah are you familiar with that <laughs> i i have seen it before but it is so the character so goes long. to europe yeah. and you see all of these european adventures it's like a seven minute a section montage, of the movie yeah. and it's mm-hmm. all sped up yeah okay gotcha gotta mm-hmm. pack that whole europe trip yeah <laughs> a short but, amount of time but then there's like a special feature or something they made like a feature-length movie out of all the footage hey and, did you like wish that seven minutes europe would have taken a whole hour yeah. and a half have we got the thing for you sister mm-hmm. buckle up but then the whole thing was that like kip pardue was like you know gallivanting across europe 
in character and just like filming himself and all that. Trying like, the whole method but it, action situation. But it, <laughs> but it's a Bretty Sinellis character. So sure. Like, maybe don't do that. So, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe, maybe not a good idea yeah, to cut yourself ex- off from the full spectrum the of human emotion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So, you know, and Kip Pardue, like, at this time, you know, he's a great looking kid. You know, he's in his he was a 20s. Model. He was a model. Think he was an Abercrombie model. I mean, what else would you do with that look besides be an Abercrombie? Absolutely. That's literally born for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I was very kind of like fascinated and just kind of like, okay, where's where's this career going to go? And then it just didn't really, mm-hmm. didn't really take, kind of stalled after a while. But um, he's funny in this movie. <laughs> he's kind of making the rounds in this movie, though. If, mm-hmm. if, you, if you look, you know, mm-hmm. he's mostly, you know, teamed up with, with Dolph. Dolph. Yeah, but I think mask after, for mask things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. And I mean, Dante Basco, we love him. He's very, Filipino. very yeah. cute Filipino. Yeah, we. Yes. we mm-hmm. He's a very cute person. Yeah, <laughs> but. Um, be quiet. That's Rude. Siri's yelling at us. <laughs> so, um, who else do we have in the uh, in the girls' cabin? We had Jan, Katrina Phillips, and Jan is Oh, the, Jan. I yeah. love Jan. I <laughs> the ultra butch. <laughs> Jan's the ultra butch girl with the mohawk Softball, and the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one. I, I love that she fully just has a mustache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Catherine Town plays Sinead. Mm-hmm. Of course, her name is Sinead. Yeah. And she's the goth girl. She's the goth girl, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then um, Clea Duvall is Graham. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it for all of the girls. Okay, so. You know, we were talking about Clea and how kind of like prolific she was in the teen movies in this era. And, you know, what a cool chick she was. And we are like, yeah, we, we love Clea. We all, we all want to be her friend. And it's like, at the time... I feel like to me, I was just like, okay, well, obviously this chick's gay, mm-hmm. you know, in a lot of the movies, that's the kind of character she plays, you know, the, if they, she kind of gets bullied for it in, in, uh, the faculty, don't they call her kind of, yeah, they kind of call her out for mm-hmm. that, you know, and then she, here she is in this Clea Duvall does not come out publicly until 2016. Yeah. That's wild. Well, yeah. that's around the same time that Natasha Leon came out as straight with Fred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. And uh, according to Clea's Wikipedia, she was quoted as saying that she was deeply in the closet during the making of this movie. So yeah. there's a little like Ellen Page going on. Elliot Page. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like and that's kind of. That's got to be so rough, especially yeah. with the subject matter of it's this movie. Like, there's levels. <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it's a movie about closeted cases, and yeah. you're, a, you're a closet case a little bit. Yeah, it's totally like, you know, homophobic inception. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> I'm like sticking my tongue down Natasha Leon's throat. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't really know what the deal is with Joel Michaeli exactly when he came out, but he could have been going through something similar himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they were, yeah. All, they were mm-hmm. all young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And, and, you know, people have talked about it. Actors have talked about it. You know, actors that have just come out recently and stuff talking about, you know, at the time. Um, Different climate. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Who just who just came out? Elvira. Elvira just came out. Yep. Yeah. That was that was great. That news. was awesome. <laughs> just in time for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, um, Cal, Cal Penn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I feel like Cal Penn that I feel like if you really dug deep in the internet, the rumors were there, but 
I don't think that a lot of people knew, though. He no. kept. I remember reading that he he made a lot of effort to keep yeah, his private yeah. life very, very much private. private. Yeah, and um, I think also uh, from Mean Girls. Daniel Frenzy? All of them. Daniel All of Frenzy. them. Daniel Frenzy, AC. And oh, also, and also uh, The Indian Kid. And The Indian Kid, Kevin yeah. Kevin DeBoer. Kevin mm-hmm. yeah. Kevin <laughs> yeah. He just came out recently, too. And um, the main boy, it's 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 October 3rd. Uh, Aaron Samuels. Aaron Samuels. Aaron Samuels. Yeah. <laughs> and they, all yeah. three of them have talked about, at that time, all of the representation was like, nope. Yeah. You will not come out. Mm-hmm. You're going to play football. <laughs> yeah. If you want to work, don't do it. Yeah. So it's like, it's, I'm sure it's definitely a mm-hmm. lot of It's got to be hard. And dealing with all that at that young of an age and then like it's, you know, your, your career and your money are dependent on this yeah. to a degree. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a really tough place to be, yeah. to be in. Yeah. And even yeah. for somebody like, you know, Clea, who maybe to, it might seem a little bit more obvious. I think maybe like Aaron Samuels, it was like a little bit like, I, I didn't know. I, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, have guessed. I wouldn't have guessed. Sure. But like for Daniel Friends AC and for Clea and all that, it's just like, oh, this sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to not officially say anything, right? Just like, oh, be ambiguous. Mm-hmm. I don't talk right. about my personal life, Ricky Martin. You know, just like. <laughs> I mean, it's worked for Jodie Foster all these years. And she never came out. She's just like, here I am at home with this woman. She had her, she had her, she had her weird Golden Globe speech that was like, kind of talking about why <laughs> she like, shouldn't have to come yeah, out. Yeah, yes, yes. Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think she, I think at this point, Jody's just like, I'm not going to actually say the "yup, I'm gay" speech, but it's just like, y'all know, we're all adults here. And like, Jodie Foster doesn't have to like, like she's like, I, I'm, I don't even have to deal with this. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, every, everybody can't get. To that point but yeah mm-hmm. but i mean i'm we're glad that cleo duvall officially did come out eventually yes but um i really enjoyed have you seen the happiest season i have the not Hulu because movie? it looked like a like a whole mess <laughs> i really liked it, it okay it plays mm-hmm. out like a very well produced and better written um like cable holiday movie. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. You know, it, uh, Dan Levy. Dan Levy, right? yeah. And, yeah. and Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. That, yeah. <laughs> and Aubrey Plaza. Of Kastu, a gay, yeah. a gay also, icon. Kind of gay icon just nonchalantly just announced her engagement as she was doing press for Spencer. Yeah. And I feel like it was just sort of a non-event. Yeah, total non event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I can imagine that might be kind of nice for somebody who's had their sexuality speculated upon exactly. for such a long time to just be like, I don't have to pander to you yes. wanting to meet you a big, like, big rigmarole. And especially for, it. for her totally. that she was in such a high profile, straight relationship with Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Our Pats. Yeah. Oh, man. For so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, you know, it's just the, the changing landscape of how some people don't even really officially come out anymore. Some people wait a little bit longer, who we've all kind of known about. For a long time, but it's refreshing now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the happiest season is great. You know, like we said, gay I icons, Kate mm-hmm. K- Stu, Dan Levy, Aubrey Plaza, and Clea directed Mary it. Steenburgen, Victor Garber is in Victor it. Victor Garber's in it. Clea directed it, yes. but she didn't write it. She may have written it. Okay. Oh, and another uh homosexual icon that I noticed when this movie ended, the very first producer credit in the credits was uh Liana Creel. Liana Creel as some people may remember her, was Tori on Saved by the Bell. (laughs) (laughs) She was Tori on Saved by the Bell, who was notoriously kind of uh, 
questionable because she always wore a leather motorcycle jacket. She always jacket. wore a Wilson's leather motorcycle <laughs> jacket. Wilson's and in yes. like kid television terms, that means that she's the bad girl. Yes. yes. But Leah has mm-hmm. gone on to come out as, as gay, as queer, and um, she's actually part of trip identical triplets mm-hmm. in oh. the late 90s she her and her sisters i think they had a sitcom for a while you know just kind of based on like we're triplets so um, quirky yeah very quirky <laughs> and um she's kind of gone on to do like behind the scenes stuff um but uh yeah she was an actor as a do we a know teenager. if any of the other triplets are gay sometimes I, that stuff runs in family yep. it does mm-hmm. and uh but i don't believe i know one of them for a fact is like married to a man and has children mm-hmm. and i'm not sure about the second one so maybe one of them is there's still at hope. least liana is yeah mm-hmm. update on the happiest season Kalia duvall co-wrote that with mary holland who was also in that the movie. sister the sister in it yeah yep. they're really funny yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. So, okay. And Clee Duval and Melanie Linsky have both been judges on RuPaul's Drag Race. I think that in the same season. <laughs> oh I think they God. were both a judge on season 11. Oh, really? It's like episodes oh, that were right next to each oh, other. Oh, that's funny. And oh, also, um, well, Melanie Linsky, are you talking about uh, your ex? It's Natasha. Oh, I thought Melanie was a... I don't think Melanie's Natasha ever judged, oh, but okay. it was definitely Natasha. Natasha judged. Because she did okay. like their um, their improv... Uh, yeah, she she directed her yeah, challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. directed it. Okay, with um yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it. That was a fun episode. Okay. All right. It's all like they're all like uh falling mm-hmm. into place with each mm-hmm. other. <laughs> <laughs> and you remember when she, when Natasha did RuPaul's podcast? Yes. And I think that's when she told that's the probably. story of getting the script for But I'm a Cheerleader from mm-hmm. Clea. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't remember that. I remember her that she was on it and that it was a fun Episode, I I miss the old uh, I miss the old RuPaul podcast because mm-hmm. she had good guests. It was all the it was all the the it was usually the guest judges from Drag Race, them, yeah. like on their lunch break mm-hmm. and just had a little chat with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Natasha's just uh, a kooky, and Natasha's kooky person is so fascinating <laughs> because she fell off the wagon in like the mid two thousands, and then yeah. she just got her shit together and yes. is. Yeah. Super successful now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Has shows, I mean, multiple Emmy nominations for Orange is the New Black and oh, Russian yeah. Dolls. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's interesting because people always, when they talk about, like, the celebrity, like, redemption story, you automatically go to Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she had just as big of uh arc as far as serious trouble. Serious mental illness that yeah, she overcame. and addiction and mm-hmm. all of that. And really coming back into the mainstream yeah. and being a major, like, bigger than she was before. Right. Yeah. Like, she's, knocking it out yeah. of the park with the things that she's doing from yeah. that point on. Yeah. Killing it. Yes. It's crazy. Um just I guess just cutting cutting Eddie Furlong out of your life will do that. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Oh my god! So yeah, I just I just found that interesting about Clea that I read that she didn't officially come out until 2016, mm-hmm. which I was like, whoa, blown away. But you know, different times. She's you know, she's I think she's a little bit older than me. I think she's probably about 47 right now. I um, I think Clea's think so? I think Clea's your age. You think she's about my age? Okay, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, and especially coming from yeah, acting, born in 77, 77 okay. yep. acting as long as she has, you know, it's just, it was such a different landscape in the nineties. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, but, and just watching this movie, you're just like, and probably scenes, I'm just like, Oh my God. Even though did Clea did work a lot at this time that mm-hmm. you, de- I definitely remember seeing her in a lot of stuff, but I would imagine that Clea probably got a lot of 
you look too much like a lesbian and we're not going to cast you. Right. Right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. these Unless they types were specifically of movies about young people for that. Yeah. Like in the fact maybe that, I mean, they probably wouldn't have said those words to her, but I'm sure that they they probably, (laughs) how bold they'll get. We're going to be going in a very different direction for this character. Mm -hmm. Thanks for reading. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Megan and, uh, what is her name? Halsey? (laughs) Graham? Hugo Graham. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's an H in there somewhere. Um, Graham is a little antagonistic just because she's kind of the most like not buying into. From the beginning, she's like, this is a load. This is a load of crap. Yeah. I think, I don't think any of the boys are really into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really. Only Melanie Linsky's character is into it, and she seems and she seems like she's the kind of girl who would like remind the teacher that didn't collect the homework. Yes, you know, totally. Like, yeah, seems like yeah. she's very much trying yeah. to be like the perfect teacher's pet. Didn't you say we're gonna have a quiz today? Like, yeah, literally. <laughs> I feel yeah. like Joel is the one guy that tries to yeah. fake it the best. Yeah, he, yeah. He out of wishes. all of them, he yeah. really wishes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, Graham's parental situation. Is very very grim. Yeah, oh, of when God, you see yeah. all of their parents. Yeah, and her parents are portrayed as the most cruel of yeah. them all. Cold, just you better figure this out or else. Wait, he says like no, no Europe, no trust no fund. Trust fund yeah. Dad just lays it out there. He's Cutting got your off. classic like mid-century dad scowl in his voice, and he's just you better figure this out. Like, yeah, and then that's where they're all disclosing their roots. The roots, and I feel like we would be remiss if we didn't at least <laughs> touch on. What are y'all's roots? When, when did you first have an inkling? Our root? Yeah, what is my root? I, oh, gosh. Well, I can go first if you need a second to think. Because I actually have mine in my back Yeah, pocket. go for it. Let's do it. <laughs> I was nine, uh-huh. and I saw the music video to Blink-182's Feeling This. Ah. And it's a, like, school setting, and the girls are all... This is how also, like, I, like, became... I know this, this is, like, my root for being into, like, alt-goth chicks, too. Sure, yeah. All the girls are, like, short, kind of, like, messy, like, black hair. They're, like, <laughs> ripping off their uniforms and running outside. They're, they're, like, they're trashing the school. There's not much of a storyline there. Yeah. But a lot of girls who look like they would yell at me are running around with their tops off and i was like this just i think this is something like <laughs> this feels different very on brand for blink way two at this time totally totally, totally. Yeah. <laughs> oh man i mean i mentioned it in episode three of our show for overboard kurt russell yeah kurt russell, kurt russell and russell overboard. overboard standing in front of that closet with his tank top with his tank top yeah <laughs> that's like cut all the way down yeah that's a good one that's a good one mm-hmm. um god what's what is it for me uh maybe I'm going to say probably Superman. Yeah. Okay. Just wearing his underwear on and, the outside. And we did we did entire episodes on Superman and um, Kurt Russell. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We've definitely focused on both of those <laughs> root <laughs> yeah. issues. Oh, I can only imagine how many roots sprouted from those seeds. Oh, man. And I, I just hate that, that they call it like a root. What's your root? Yeah. Where did <laughs> like, it all oh, go wrong, God. really? And then Graham's is, my mom got married in pants. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the beginning oh, of the end. That I died when I when she said that. <laughs> my mother got married in pants. Oh my god. Um oh, but then also going back to Graham's parent parental situation, her what we learn is her stepmother leans in and it's just like this is why your mom left yeah, yeah. you better get your shit mm-hmm. together because if not you're gonna lose your dad too yeah it's like Ooh, just yikes. laying on that trauma yeah. real thick yeah yeah <laughs> so it's like her mom left because Graham was too butch it's like oof oh boy that's rough but yeah <laughs> i do have in my notes my mother got married in pants <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll go ahead and check that off. <laughs> but yeah, the um, when all their parents are there, it is it is kind of sad. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. all of the group introductions are really successful. Of when you get all the introductions of these characters, that yeah, I think that this screenplay is really nailing its tone. Yeah. Why don't we discuss the issues in your intervention? Well, I'm a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I have pictures of women around. You think that's normal? Sure. I never really thought about it. Have you ever had a boyfriend? Yes. For two years, we've been going steady. I really love him. He's smart and popular. He's got the biggest dick I've never seen. Well, um, have you ever had sex with him? I'm a Christian. It's really easy to be a prude when you're not attracted to him, isn't it? He's very handsome. But does he make you hot? I mean, do you think of him at night when you... I'm not perverted. I get good grades. I go to church. I'm a cheerleader. I'm not like all of you. Everyone reads Cosmo. Everyone looks at other girls all the time. But you only assume that they're thinking what you're thinking when they look. But they're not. Well, mm-hmm. when they when they do the little montage of like their kind of day to day activities, mm-hmm. and the boys are watching Mike work on a car, chopping yeah. wood, chopping wood, yeah. And it's one of those things of like enforcing gender roles, yeah. but mm-hmm. the type of things that tend to go over the heads of these authority figures. Yeah, that yeah. Kind of maybe watching like. Mike, work on this truck in his little short shorts. <laughs> it's not the best idea. Maybe it's not the best idea. <laughs> yeah. these or kids up. Yeah. It's just kind of enforcing gender roles of for giving a kid a G.I. Joe or a soldier. Yeah. Absolutely. Like a buff action figure. Well, yes. you know, they touch on it later on because we find out that just down the road is kind of like a gay halfway house. Mm-hmm. Right? It's this uh, gay couple that were former... You know, residents of um, Larry and Lloyd Morgan Larry, Gordon. <laughs> Morgan Gordon. <laughs> yeah. And they both have the hyphen last name. Yes. Days. They're both former. We got you a Knowles Carter situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At, at True Directions, they've kind of broken free. Mm-hmm. So they're XX gays. And they're kind of there to, to take in anybody who kind of either gets kicked out or decides that they don't want to continue on at True or Directions. Or to take them on like clandestine, like, yeah. like, like outings to, to, outings to the gay bar, the mm-hmm. cocksucker. The cocksucker, yeah. <laughs> has like a 12 foot tall, like plaster chicken out, yeah. <laughs> rooster out front in right. case you weren't sure where it was. Yeah, I love it. And, um, but you know, later on when, um, when Megan ends up there and she's just like teach me how to be a lesbian you know and it's just that same idea you know but kind of inverted of what mary is mary j brown is teaching but also it's just you know for somebody like megan who just doesn't have any idea or any context for Mm -hmm. being gay you know and they're just trying to say like there's no one way to be a lesbian it's just you're you and you like girls you know so it's like they're kind of showing both sides i thought it was a very like tender and sweet and like real moment because as like uh growing up 
by and not really knowing like, mm-hmm. I, I, I am 27 i have no idea how to talk to girls still like <laughs> i don't know because yeah. like i'm you know like dress more feminine and have like like a boyfriend who passes to be straight so i still am in this like how do i like yeah. how do i do i need to make my undercut higher or like get a, get a pair of burks is that what i need to start doing yeah Perhaps. well and i think that's the thing you know for like for young people you know when you're when you st- first start to think like maybe i'm gay you know and it's just that thing of like well oh you know i don't want to live that life i don't want to like wear short shorts and be on a parade float and mm-hmm. and exactly. work in a flower shop yeah because you, yeah. <laughs> you think you have to do those things as yeah. a like as a queer person because like the dominant media image is being yes. gay is a big old party yeah and so much of the social scene is bars and yeah yeah like things a nightlife exactly. yeah. yeah and especially kind of for us and I mean, around the time I was young, Queer's Folk was on yeah. Showtime, oh and yeah. I felt like I that was just like. But this even is, that is clubs. This is yeah. like sort of inf- just... enforcing a lot of yeah. stereotypes of being gay. Not yeah. that mm-hmm. there's anything wrong with that, or yeah. that Queer's Folk isn't a valid show, but it's just a very specific. It's a yeah. snapshot yeah. of a time for yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I really remember when you know, kind of, my eyes were kind of opened up about like. I don't have to just go to West Hollywood. There's all different types of <laughs> There are other there. gay yep. bars in mm-hmm. other towns that don't only play house music, you know, and have people in cages, you know. And but it's so fun when they play house music. It is very and, fun. No, I, mean, <laughs> I have not been to WeHo in probably like five years. Yeah. And I just, I need a lot more personal space than yeah, I used totally. to when I was 21. Yeah. <laughs> That's they, the big problem. They closed you our, can't even move in those bars. Um, <laughs> our favorite bar in West Hollywood is no longer open which one fubar hopefully it opens oh my god back i remember fubar yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's they're they're still on hiatus they've been doing pop-up nights like permanently okay. closed so they've been doing yeah. like special events but yeah. they yeah. haven't been but open it's, seven days it's one of those things yep. when you walk a little bit further out you start seeing things like i mean the first thing you see is mother load where it's mm-hmm. like oh this bar has exposed brick walls and a pool table and guys are in here just in jeans and t-shirts and you're just like when you're like 23 or 24 and all you knew was i gotta go to weho and i gotta go to the abbey i gotta go to rage it's like oh there's a more chill space that's just like a regular bar and like you know right things like that and then your eyes open up going Oh, you don't have to only do it this way. Mm-hmm. You don't only have to go the club route. You can, you know, and it doesn't even revolve around nightlife. It can be right. anything, you know. And, yeah. and when, you know, sometimes you need somebody to tell you, you know, there's no one way to be a lesbian, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, when that scene in particular was just like, oh, man, that's that's cool because I, it's good advice for even, young people. Absolutely. Gay people, young gay people think. Well, if I'm gay, I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to buy the Birkenstocks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to, you know. Go go work at the flower shop. <laughs> I feel like they touch on these kind of like self-growth and acceptance things in a way that is very like tender and sincere without being saccharine. Yes. Or oh, like heavy-handed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's not too like kumbaya, yeah, precious, yeah. like, but still sweet. Yeah. Because, yeah, like we said, we see the boys watching Mike working on a car and we see the girls on their hands and knees scrubbing the floor. Yeah. That's what the girls are doing during the day. Vacuuming in synchronization. Like, (laughs) (laughs) one and two. (laughs) Yeah, like, we know that that's all played for, like, you know, for the joke of of the gender role. Yeah. Stereotypes. And it's an opportunity for them to get closer and rub shoulders with each other. Obviously. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But but all that stuff does give way, yeah, like you said, for for some really good comedy stuff. Especially when Mm -hmm. the boys are... 
chopping wood and throwing the axes. <laughs> screaming and, and, <laughs> screaming and running away with their hands flailing behind yeah. them. They're like playing like army. Yeah. They've got those like metal cutouts that look like the, the little soldiers, little toy soldiers. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all that stuff. Do you great. know what this production design gives me? And I was mm. reading on the Wikipedia that he was a big inspiration for the director is David LaChapelle. Yeah. Especially of how the mm. bedrooms look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen sort of the David LaChapelle photos yeah, from the 90s? A- absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That, that absolutely makes well, sense. Well, we were talking about, is it in the girls' bathroom that the walls are just covered Completely in daisies. daisies? And even the mirror, the frame yeah. of the mirror is too, like, it is, there is not a single yeah. spot of wall on there. And it's not wallpaper. It's actual, like... You can see the texture. Daisies. Daisies, daisies yep. that they, like, glued onto the wall. So it's like, wow, that's insanity. Like, but that is very David LaChapelle. Yeah. yeah. Babbitt says her influence for the look and feel of the film uh included john waters david lachapelle edward scissorhands 100 see i can see a lot of barbie <laughs> yeah. yeah yes yeah we all called all that oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> natasha leon's got that little pink comb like poly pocket accessory looking <laughs> hair clip like it's also very cute yeah that comb barrette i was like oh my precious God. yeah because <laughs> it's an accessory for your for your doll but you can and also you. use it as a <laughs> As a exactly. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, so let's see. Oh, they sneak it. Yeah, we talked a little mm-hmm. bit about them sneaking mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. with um, the gay underground railroad. The gay underground <laughs> Larry railroad. and Lloyd. Larry and Lloyd. <laughs> in their in their little gray camo with their rainbow patches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one boy that goes with them is um, it's the Latin kid, Andre. It's Andre. Andre. Yeah. yeah, that first time they go out because Clayton mm-hmm. has to go to like a solitary confinement. He was sent to the literal, literal dog house. <laughs> the literal dog, the house. literal dog house, <laughs> because he was caught making out with Dolph, mm-hmm. with Dante Be- Basco. Because Megan, she ratted them she out. Squealed. Oh, oh, she squealed. She squealed literally, which called the tension, yeah. and then she ver- like actually verbally ratted them out too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean these so boys sad. kind of picked a poor place to make out. They certainly can't. Did. They do it like they back behind the barn or something. They found a better but she spot. wasn't being a very good ally in that moment. Not at all. Not at all. But yeah, they should have gone out. To and the then woods. Clayton literally gets taken to the doghouse. And while I know the situation was bad, I can't say I would be necessarily opposed to a strict older woman locking me in a doghouse <laughs> for the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And Dolph gets straight up expelled. Yeah. Yeah. He admits to it being like that Mm -hmm. he started it. Yeah. Mary demands to know who started it. Mm -hmm. And so Dolph gets exiled and Clayton gets sent to the doghouse. Yes. Sad. Didn't get to go to the gay bar. No. Yeah. (laughs) Kathy Morardi's delivery when she's barking all of them orders on her megaphone. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) I know this, this type of role and character was not on the radar of like... Best Supporting Actress of the Year 2000. But, I mean, <laughs> she gets my vote. I yeah. think she's She so, nails it. I yeah. think she's so funny in this movie. Yeah. yeah. And kind of makes me want to have seen her more in movies. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, I wanted to, I do want to talk a little bit about the cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Go on. Pete and I have been in our fair share of cocksucker bars. I mean, it pretty much looks like our local gay bar. I was going to say, it just looks like your average small town mm-hmm. gay bar yeah it's just dark like, is this the offbeat yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. for a second the offbeat, for sure. <laughs> it's just dark and dark <laughs> yeah a little bit of neon yeah. in some strategic little, places little neon signs yeah just like bar area little teeny dance floor and that's it i didn't <laughs> see a curtain like a 
the the spangly a silver, spangly silver or yeah. gold curtain. <laughs> Production design didn't do their homework. Mm-hmm. It's so. shameful. Because <laughs> where are the drag queens going to perform? Exactly. <laughs> you got to have the ta- the the tass- the tinsel curtain uh, on mm-hmm. one end. But um, yeah, it does very much feel just like this is your small town gay bar that they just found. Because obviously, like, they're not literally in Santa Clarita, but wherever right, they right. are in, in the movie universe has to be just some little, mm-hmm. like, whatever drive-by town. Yep. That, that, that's what that town's gay bar would look like for sure. Yeah, totally, totally. And um, uh, this is where we see Julie Delpy as lipstick lesbian. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I um, wish that girl would be at that bar, but she... That, no, Ju- she's uh, not hanging out there. I don't know, yeah. I don't know if Julie Delpy is going, is going out for drinks here. No, yeah. certainly not, but it'd be nice if she were. Yeah. <laughs> With her French accent. So would you like to dance? It's like, okay. Yes, I'll do anything you say. <laughs> but that that's where... Uh, is this where... Is uh, this where we sort of get the big moment between Megan and Graham? Yes. Their first so, moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Their it's first, first fight. Because yeah. you sort of get a little jealousy mm-hmm. as she's dancing with her. Yeah. Because Megan takes, uh, takes the goth girl. No, Graham, Graham dances Graham with the goth, goth girl. Graham, because Graham Sinead has, has, girl. has expressed Sinead. interest yep. in Graham a couple times throughout yes. the movie. She's zapping herself <laughs> while she's thinking about Graham. <laughs> she's got like a spotlight under yeah. her cover. She's going crazy. <laughs> yeah, Megan is with lipstick lesbian, lesbian. <laughs> Julie Delphi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's jealous. Mm-hmm. She hates it. And it seems like Sinead might even be aware and playing it up as oh, she totally. ever yeah. so emphatically mm-hmm. slides her hand down Graham's back and grabs a handful of her butt cheek. Yes. And Megan just 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 storms out in those diesel jeans. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, it's like pre sh- pre <laughs> Cleo Duvall's look is very like pre Shane from L Word. Like, uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> definitely very like, very much tight. Her. Yeah, very tight dress shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hip hugging, down, hip hugging, yeah. low rise jeans. Yep. She just needs like a. Doesn't she wear a fedora a lot? Oh, that God, character. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh man. Uh, so they don't get caught. Kathy Moretti finds a matchbook. She, yeah, they don't get caught get going mm-hmm. back to True Directions. No, but they, she finds. But them they get caught the night on. after yeah. uh, Megan and Graham have their little moment. Mm-hmm. Well, I was gonna say Graham kind of missed. Like she has some misdirection when they're being taken aside. Of we know that you've sna- you've snuck out. Mm-hmm. I have the matchbook to prove it. And Graham, I think you're responsible because then she says that I have feelings for Joel as just sort of misdirection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like, gets, I realize something. That, that yeah. gets her out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For Joel. Mary gets a little tear in her <laughs> eye, too. Oh, She's so proud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny. Anytime they lie, Mary's just like, okay. She just let, eats yeah. it. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. With a son like Rock, you might have to learn how to eat some lies up this is gratefully. True. This is true. And I think she just wants to believe that she's like... She's making Successful. a difference. Yeah. yeah, I guess. As anybody running a conversion <laughs> therapy camp would want to feel. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So um, at one point, the really butch girl. Jan. Jan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When she leaves. Oh, I feel so bad I for know. <laughs> She's like, just because I wear baggy pants and I play softball and I'm not as pretty as the other girls. I'm just like, I know. Oh, that yeah. hurt my heart. Yeah. Like, I just can't help it if I want to. Big fat wiener. <laughs> and Andre's in the back like, amen, sister. <laughs> amen. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And so she just leaves on her own because she's just like, and she just has her. a revelation. Yeah, I'm heterosexual. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, I mean, this was kind of before 
the time that really trans terms were that mainstream, but maybe there's a little trans going on with this character that she identifies as but a she, type of gay man. Sure, yeah. That's what I kind of buy. Yeah. Or like, right. that's what I kind of get mm-hmm. from right. this character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Mike's not buying it. Mike's no. like, all right, stop lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think it's kind of funny when he gets up and like chases after her, but yeah. yeah. And and to hear RuPaul say, Jan! Yeah. <laughs> Running yeah. after Jan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's work on this with puppets. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're safe, Jan. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, but eventually, Megan does get kicked out. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, After her and Graham's torrid makeout sesh. Yes. Yes. That was the first time I ever saw like a, you know, like a, a, a teen movie makeout scene complete with close up mouth yeah. breathing mm-hmm. shots yeah. and like super like uh, the, the music, the, the, the swelling music. Yes. I had yeah. never seen that yeah. done with two women before. I remember yeah. being like really young and just being like, oh my God, this is the first one of these scenes that does make me want to absolutely yak. Yeah. Like watching, because watching straight people make out like that, I, I cannot do it. I do not want to watch that. Yeah. But I actually found that scene very like sweet, A, watchable, mm-hmm. and B, like it felt very sweet. And now thinking about how Clea was yeah. closeted during the most like mm-hmm. sentimental, tender, yeah. young exploration of bodies. That must have been like... Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And you know what this movie does, we talked about it at the beginning when, you know, the straight couples are making out. It's very grotesque and over the top yes. and it's very like parody. Yeah. But this scene is shot in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. The yeah. way they're making out. Got the more, soft focus filters on. Sensual. Yeah. 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 So, Tender. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting. It's funny that you say that. You know, we're watching the new Chucky series, right? on mm-hmm. sci-fi channel mm-hmm. and the main character the protagonist is gay and the kids in this movie are in high school and the actors are actual teenagers imagine which that refreshing right yeah, yeah. <laughs> not 26 year olds yeah and so the main character on the show he's gay and he has a crush that he's kind of following along and in one of the episodes they actually kiss and they're like 15. And I was, oh I didn't expect it. I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Those two boys just kissed and they showed it. I was just, yeah. We're I was a just long like, way from 99, wow. baby. Yeah. I was yeah. Just like, oh my good. This is basic cable. But, Wowzers. But, that, but that's really like, I haven't seen it. So that that's really like refreshing yeah. to hear. And yeah. it's, you know, it, it's not obviously a hot take, but just representation yeah. really, even just for something simple as your first kiss with the yeah. guy. It doesn't have to be some big thing, mm-hmm. but just to be able to see that and know like, okay, this yeah. is this is on cable like yeah yeah totally very yeah very much a different landscape yeah from yeah from 1999 from the year 2000 so <laughs> but um yeah so uh megan gets kicked out she i love when she makes her way to um to the other house and you know like like i was saying uh it's kind of like the other end of the the opposite side of the coin because Mary is has her walls pink and blue and very stereotypical. Mm-hmm. But then when you go in this house, the walls are literally rainbow. It looks flag. like 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 CVS at the Pride Parade. Yeah. Dolph greets them wearing the Target 
rainbow. Literally, yeah. yeah I was, was Spencer's Spencer's pajamas. Summer, like, yeah. summer yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So even the gay people are not getting a pass in this movie. Yeah. No. They're still like, all right. They're you, just sort. Of, to... They're equally as yeah. lampooned as yeah, yeah. the straight people are. Yeah, and I thought that was funny. And we got that incredibly sweet moment of communication where Larry and Lloyd kind of mis misconstrue each oh, other. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you're moving into your defense your defensive space. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, very cute. Um, but yeah, I was, I'm just watching it and just like the the cloth napkins because they're setting the table and the cloth napkins have a red ribbon on them. You know, yes. just like everything in this house is just like. We're gay, you know, just like any gay bookstore in like a, <laughs> mm-hmm. a gayborhood, you know, in the mid 2000s. How many rainbows can we squeeze into yeah, this shot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. And yeah, Dante Basco's costume, this suit, it's like, oh, precious. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's crazy. But it's good to see that Dolph's been living there, you yeah. know? He's- I always get sad when he leaves. Yeah. It sucks. And yeah. then I have to remind myself, no. Like, it's good that he's leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the halfway home we want him to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. No, because it's, it's sad when he leaves. You're just like, oh, man, he's getting kicked out. He's got his suitcases and everything. But yeah, you're right. You don't want to stay at True Direction. No, it's definitely <laughs> getting kicked out is how you win. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and that's where they kind of formulate this plan to, like, infiltrate the graduation. It's kind of the big um, graduate moment of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of just sort of the big climax that it's almost set up like a wedding. Yes. That these yes, characters are yeah. like marrying their head of sexuality and this mm. is like the big... We've got an altar. Mm-hmm. We've got yeah. rows of white seats. <laughs> yeah. All the, all their parents are in the or the audience. They're in the, like, the pews or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're all dressed in crisp all white. white. Yeah. Natasha Leone is the ju- is the Dustin Hoffman character that's going to save <laughs> that's going to save her girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And um, you know, their outfits. So I, I just their outfits oh, yeah. are just they're it's like they're almost like PVC yeah, looking, like vinyl. Yeah, yeah, vinyl. Yeah. Exactly. These like vinyl like like debutante. Mm-hmm. Dre- oh my gosh. Yeah, they're it's something else. And the guys are in suits mm-hmm. and also vinyl, also vinyl. <laughs> And pink and blue. Mm-hmm. And we've, at this point now, we've lost several of our kids. Yes. You know? Yeah, we've lost Andre. Yeah, Andre didn't make it past the last test. He didn't, he didn't even test out, and Clayton mm-hmm. was, it didn't show up. Yeah. Well, he sh- Clayton or, shows up. No, but he, he shows up, then he runs. That, that's that's yeah, right. He gets run. He runs away, because Dante, or because Dolph kind of, like, snags him. So, uh, Joel is the only boy that makes it down the mm-hmm. aisle. And, um... Kathy Moriarty's just like, all right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She sees the, the empty spot. She's like, yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I like I like Mary's look at the end. She's got this like French twist, like mm-hmm. updo. Yeah. She's in, in all white, you know. But, a lot um, of smart pantsuits. Yes. Skirt suits, I should say, not yes. pants because that would be no. something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely in, in, in skirts the entire time. Modesty. Mm-hmm. I never understood modesty... And dressing for, I mean, I'm not that kind of fundamentalist religious person, mm-hmm. so I know it's like religion and all that. But to me, in my head, you know, it's modesty dress and women not being able to wear trousers because right. it's because of a modesty issue. And I'm like, but skirts show a little bit more leg than pants mm-hmm. do. But we wouldn't want to have you looking like a Crunch. man. Yeah, looking yeah. like a man. So sitting like that, yeah. that, would, that would enable you. It that would enable you to, to sit like a man. Leg crossing. You can't yeah. do that in skirts. Yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Pencil so, skirts, especially not. Yeah, you're right about that. It's the. It's probably that. It's more of a like, like gender, mm-hmm. like enforcing 
gender roles. Gender yeah. Roles. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Oh well, good thing I good thing I'm not a clothing designer. <laughs> or a modest For Christians. woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a modest woman. <laughs> so um yeah, this graduate moment. She comes in in her full cheerleader outfit. I love yeah, it. Yeah, she changes out of her after, blue camo. To after the ditching her outfit. camo. Yeah. But she brought her pom poms with her. She does a little um <laughs> she does a little cheer to win her back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, you're right. You guys mentioned the camo. She does this like army crawl. Oh yeah, grabs Graham as she's walking down the aisle, and she's just like, nope. She tries to get her to go. Then yeah, yeah. And Graham says, no, I'm not. I, I can't. Go like, with I'm you. sorry, I can't. Yeah. But then this cheer just kind of wins her over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but before before we do see we do see Dolph and. Um, Kip Pardue. Clayton. 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 Golf and Clayton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely Just, sucking yeah, things yeah, behind yeah. that tree. Just devouring yeah, each other. They are fully going for it. <laughs> and, she, and Megan comes back, she's like, that was quick. Yeah. She's like, all yeah. salty about it. <laughs> yeah, just because at that point, Graham had already been like... She uh, got curved once. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So after they ride off in the back of the truck, is that just kind of we go off into the sunset together? I kind think of, so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eventually, yeah, Graham decides that she's like after after the cheer, after mm-hmm. that that earth shattering that earth shattering moment, they run off together. Yeah, in the back I'll, of that pickup truck. I like to think that Joel will, will meet up with them in a few months when he sees clearly this is not working out for right. him. Yeah, because he what? Yeah, he gets his like diploma or it'll, whatever. It'll work out. It'll yeah. work out eventually for this character. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Poor Joel. <laughs> <laughs> he wants it real bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to reach out to this actor to, to come on our show. I think he would. Joel? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Joel Michael. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Joel, if you're listening. Give him a call. Yeah. <laughs> and anybody else. Natasha, you, you're welcome on the show, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> <laughs> Clea, Natasha, Michelle Williams. Sure. Come, come on over. over. Yeah. I know you're busy, but there's always we're flexible. A, there's always a seat on the couch. Bring Matilda. We've got Legos. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Matilda's like 14. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, this movie's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a movie that's aged really well. Yeah, um, yeah. I was mentioning it before we got on mic, but mm-hmm. there was a few movies in the past three years that had to do with conversion therapy. Yeah. The Miseducation of Cameron Post with Chloe Grace Moretz and oh, Boy that's Erased. Right. Okay. Yeah. The Chloe Moretz one, I forgot about Both that were very sincere and serious movies and mm-hmm. kind of no shade about those two movies and those are kind of good in their own merits uh i liked boy erased Mm -hmm. i didn't love it but i do think there's something about the angle of this material that jamie babbitt does that i think it's a little more successful in reaching its audience by making people laugh yes too yeah Yeah. yes and it's like this subject matter is so heavy Mm -hmm. and so kind of depressing not really a laughing (laughs) matter but i think jamie really makes the satire of it work yeah and i think that the message when you exit the movie is really strong too Mm -hmm. because yes Mm -hmm. yeah and i do really like that you know both sides do kind of get skewered a little bit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's um, kind of equal in how it uh, yeah. satirizes yeah. 
they're not super yeah. like mm-hmm. militant, you know, quote unquote, like gays or whatever. But it is a little over the top as far as their, yeah. you know, we're coming to rescue you. Yeah, and and the rainbow flag, everything. <laughs> it makes me kind of wonder how a movie like this would go down with young people now. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I think that sometimes satire goes down goes over their head goes over young people's yeah. head a little because bit so many more. people have been yeah. doing it wrong and yes. calling it satire yeah. for a very long time like yeah. it, it, it the, the waters get muddy yeah that i think that sometimes people just like to take certain things at face value mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. too yeah i don't know i think this is so over the top that it, it can't yeah. be unmissable how yeah. can you how yeah. can you treat something like this seriously yeah yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. And also maybe people who are not familiar with it or, or younger Gen Z people or whatever may be seeing it and seeing somebody like RuPaul and just being like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe this that's crazy. Maybe that's also just sort of your end of the material. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um, just so, just some of the cast, just seeing them are just like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Cibrian, he's good for eye candy. I don't, I don't know what's going on with him lately. He doesn't you know, say. W- I don't think he says one single word. Yeah, I think he just says mom. Yeah, w- <laughs> yeah. When she gets mad at him for drinking like juice yeah. out of the cup with a silly straw, just <laughs> chuck it like a man. Oh my god, the the simulated sexual lifestyle. Oh, we didn't step even five. Talk. We didn't oh, even talk about that. Where they're all in their the, Adam and Eve. The fig leaves covering yeah. the important Onesies parts. In their fig leaves. The girls literally have a flower. <laughs> <laughs> and doing sec- these sexual positions with Clea Duvall. It's like, yeah. Oh my god. Just oh doing push-ups on top of her. Literally. She has that same, like, thousand-yard stare yeah. that Natasha Leon does when she's being, like, deeply tongued by her football star boyfriend. Yeah. It's like, please get me out of here. Yeah, totally. Oh, just, man. Somebody asked about foreplay, I think, and yeah. foreplay is for sissies. <laughs> Real men, go in there, go unload, in. and get out of there. <laughs> Oh man, that line is crazy. <laughs> she's, she's literally in a like director's chair too, which yeah, <laughs> cracked yeah, yeah. me up. Yeah, and you're right, Scott. She's got a megaphone, mm-hmm. like barking out these orders. Ah, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, we love you, Kathy Moriarty. Yeah. yeah, just screaming out "rock" <laughs> with that voice. You're like, oh man, <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, and that's part. That's some of the time when he does when he does kind of have a couple words, but he's just saying, "Mom," yeah. she's just like, "All oh, right, this thrust. is our, this is our second Kathy Moriarty movie that we've done." So she is an MTMUG All Star. She was ah. in Soap Dish. Soap Dish. And the there you go. Kind of questionable subplot that might not age well oh, on yeah. Soap Dish. But not familiar. Yeah. Oh, she plays a she plays a trans. A okay, trans got you. Character. A, a trans yeah. character in Soap yeah. Dish. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like a huge secret, and it's like her secret shame and all that. Mm-hmm. But you know, but it's it kind of 90s. well, and it's also kind We're of still going, doing that nowadays. It's yeah. also kind of going with like um, soap opera reveals too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. It sort of works yeah. with the material. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That yeah, they're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, we love Kathy Moore. She was nominated for Raging Bull. She was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. That's right. And she right. got an Oscar and a BAFTA nomination for that. She's really good. Oh, in Kathy! Bull. And who do, and who does she ask in this movie if they want to grow up to be a raging bull dyke? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it, it? It's Grammar Jan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when Scott said she was in Raging Bull. Yeah, <laughs> a raging bull dyke. And we were like, ooh, <laughs> <Zing>. hey Yeah. <laughs> um, when I was young, I did used to mistake her for Sybil Shepherd. I can see that. I that thought that she, look. like is 
is that who's on the grown-up show Sybil? But she, I mean, <laughs> that I'd imagine show that, for adults and parents. I'd imagine that both <laughs> those actresses probably got compared to each other a lot. Oh, I'm sure they did, especially yeah. in the 80s. I'm sure, they did. Once you hear them speak, I think mm-hmm. the comparisons end. Yeah, <laughs> but their look is very similar. Yeah. But Sybil Shepherd was the only one that played Martha Stewart in a made-for-television movie. This is true. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Kathy Moriarty, she is in the Chipmunk Adventure. <laughs> she, in is this movie, her? she kind no, of... No, I feel like... That's somebody else? <laughs> they pretty much just animated that character... To look like... To her. just okay. be Kathy Moriarty in Raging Bull. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. I feel like uh, Kathy Moriarty in this movie reminds me a bit of Christine Baranski. Yes. Like that kind of upturned, mm-hmm. like blonde, prim, mm-hmm. proper thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Man, also, Kathy Moriarty, kind of one of those actresses that you think that I haven't seen her in anything in years. But when you look on her IMDb, like, she's booked and blessed. Like, okay. she still works a lot. Like, she might Good. not be Good in big Good for movies, you, Kathy. But, yeah. I mean, she's... She's, well, she's definitely still working. What's okay. Kathy been up to in the last couple of years? I yeah. remember that she was on the the Versace um, American Crime Story. Okay. okay, okay. She has a little bit role in that. Versace. Versace. Um, she was in a movie called Last Call with Jeremy Piven. Interesting. Okay. But just working, but a lot yeah, of so just, just weird yeah. stuff. I mean, yeah. she was <laughs> Odds and ends. Yeah. She, just, she kind of does... Um, oh, she was in Patty Cakes with um, Danielle McDonald. Mm. I've been meaning to see that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, she still works. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good for her. We love her. <laughs> Go watch Casper, <laughs> listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got other... I think I know all of her dialogue in Casper. Yeah. And it's got the other movies that made us gay all-star, Christina Ricci. Yep. We've done several projects with Christina and we'll continue to work to, to work with to her, work with her <laughs> in our in our heads. <laughs> so, is there anything else that we've left know, unturned left for? Out. But I'm a cheerleader. Go watch it, kids. It's on Tubi and Pluto. <laughs> deals <laughs> deals we, with stuff that's real, but it still leaves you feeling good. Yeah, without yeah. it being a yeah. saccharine like Disney movie feel. Yeah, totally. And like that you mentioned at the top of the show. I mean, Pete and I, and probably you, Zoe, we've seen our fair share of shitty gay comedies. Yeah, oh, that there yeah. are many drivel. Of them. Like yeah. <laughs> that, I feel like younger people when they watch movies like Call Me by Your Name, yeah. that mm-hmm. they're kind of a little spoiled that. You right. Know, but yeah. also, Call Me By Your Name, isn't Timothy Chalamet underage in that? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we can back that one right yeah. on up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean just kind of these, something very, with a little more these very beautiful, yeah. Yeah. polished looking yes. gay movies. Capital that, F films. I mean, yeah. that is definitely not the types of gay movies that Pete and I were once used to watching. No, certainly yeah. not. And we have seen all of the Eating Out movies. <laughs> Yes, starring Mick Stoll. (laughs) Yes, starring Mick Stoll. Mick Stoll has definitely done her like her time. Yeah, yeah. In shitty queer cinema. Yeah, I think the first, probably like Heavenly Creatures, was the first Mm. like like one of the first gay relationships I saw, and that is super toxic, (laughs) as we have already touched on earlier in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But a well done movie. Very. Yeah, like the first, the first like very. That's what I meant to say. The first like very like artsy. Yeah. Like like by an auteur. Right. That sort of thing. Like highbrow. We need to, if we get you back on. Which I'm sure that if. we will. We should, yeah. we should <laughs> do a, a Heavenly Creatures episode. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I would love to talk about 
I would love to talk about that movie. That'd be fun. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. Thank I you so, so much. much. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. I am. Yeah. This was. This was awesome. I thank you guys. so it's much. It's good to yeah. see you. I uh-huh. miss you at work. I but know. You're, you're busy I, studying in San Diego. Oh, I'm busy turning my brain to mush. <laughs> no, it's it happens. I honestly like. I I am loving. Sw- I'm loving my super gay internship at my school's LGBT Sweet. resource center. Awesome. I love that. Yeah, it's it's paid too, which we love. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we love paid resources internship i know i was like i was like i was like, I was like making sure it's like i'm not gonna apply to this if it's not like yeah no, please i'm already broken up as a college student like you're not gonna get my labor and not pay me for it oh my god but i i miss yeah, you guys work, work too <laughs> well this was so much fun we'll we'll definitely have you on again and maybe oh, maybe yeah. we'll make that work for um yeah yeah i'll be home for i'll be home for three weeks over, awesome. over winter break yeah okay. I'll, I'll be back here in a couple weeks cool Stay in school, kids. <laughs> we love and be true education. to yourselves. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, but until then, this was so much fun. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you all. And we'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. And thank you so much for listening, everybody. Good start to December. Yes, indeed. And by the way, Pete. Yes. It is your birthday today. What? We are recording this episode on Pete's birthday. It's my birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, thank you. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. This was a really fun episode. Mm-hmm. Love, but I'm a cheerleader. Um, but I do think it is that time. Patreon shoutouts? Patreon shoutouts. <laughs> we would love to say hello and thank you to all of our wonderful patrons Alberto Esperanza, Nicole, Susan, Barry, JJ, Layton, Shelby, Michael, Charlie, Heather, Paul, Jamie, Drew, Jimmy, Genevieve, Don, Josh, Emma, Melly, Aaron, Melinda, and Jim, Jessica, Nick, and Shannon, Christine. Thanks and so much. Thank you, thank you guys. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash movies that made us gay for some additional extra content, fun stuff. Like commentary tracks. We just did one Thanksgiving weekend for Adam's Family Values. Mm-hmm. So check uh, your Patreon app for that. And there's also a uh, newsletter, postcards, behind the scenes photos, uh, playlists, really fun stuff that we have. There should be a new newsletter uh, by the time this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. And I think we might be doing a new uh, holiday music playlist soon yeah. that we'll be posting. Mm-hmm. So check back for that. So that's over on patreon.com slash movies that made us gay. We'd also love it if you follow us, subscribe on any and all the social media uh, you name it, we're probably stuff. there. Yeah, we're there. But head over to Apple Podcasts and uh, give us five stars. Yeah, helps with the Tracking and algorithms mm-hmm. helps us show but helps us show up in the film reviews mm-hmm. charts. Yes, indeed. And while you're there, why don't you go ahead and leave us a review? Give us five stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave us a write us a review. Leave it there. We'll read it on the air. We love all of the wonderful reviews that we get all the time, and we haven't had a review in a while. So if you leave us a review, we'll definitely read it. We'll post it on Instagram. All that fun stuff. Speaking of Instagram, follow us there at. And Facebook at Movies That Made Us Gay. Instagram and Facebook. And on Twitter at MTMUGpod. Yes, indeed. You can both follow the two of us as well. My name is Pete. I am at Peter Lasagna on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Oscar Scott on Twitter, Scott Youngballer on Instagram, and look up my letterbox. Yes, indeed. See what I'm watching. Yes, indeed. Go ahead and do that. Until next time, everybody, we will see you very, very soon. Uh, happy December, y'all. Bye. Bye.